Welcome to the Association of Insurance Compliance Professionals podcast. AICP serves the insurance compliance community by promoting relationships, exchanging information, and providing learning opportunities within a dynamic regulatory environment. You're listening to Insuring the Entertainment Industry, coverage behind the scenes. The entertainment industry has coverage needs that are very different than other industries. Movie sets, concerts, off-site filming locations, and entertainers all need special coverages. What are these special coverages, and how do they differ from traditional insurance for homeowners and offices? Join your host, Sam Garrow, Senior Vice President of the Compliance Department at Philadelphia Insurance Companies, as he sits down with Adam McLeod-Roth, Senior Product Counsel at Intact Insurance Specialty Solutions, to discuss this special area of insurance and explain why the entertainment industry needs unique coverages. So get out the popcorn and enjoy this podcast. This presentation is only intended to provide a general educational overview. The statements contained herein are not intended, nor should they be construed, to provide specific legal or regulatory guidance. The content of this presentation and any related discussion represent the views and perspectives of the speakers and do not in any way constitute official interpretations or opinions of their respective employers. Legal or regulatory counsel should always be consulted to review specific questions or issues of regulatory compliance. And now, here's your host, Sam Garrow. Hi. This is Sam Garrow, and welcome to Entertainment Insurance Behind the Scenes. I want to thank Adam for, for being here. Adam will introduce himself in a second. And I guess I'll start with Adam. First question is, I've mentioned entertainment insurance. Well, what do you mean when we say insurance for the entertainment industry? Can you give us a description of what that is? Yeah, sure. First of all, yeah, it's Adam McLeod Roth, and I'm a senior product counsel at uh, Intact Insurance, and I support our entertainment insurance group. And so when we're talking about insurance for the entertainment industry, you know, just like any other business or industry, you're going to need your typical property or casualty insurance. So you're looking at your general liability, your property, your auto insurance. But really, when we're talking about entertainment insurance, what we're kind of focusing on, especially today, would be their specialty products. And those are products that are tailored to the unique risks that are found within the entertainment industry. So some examples would be insurance that's for entertainment services. So your rental house or prop houses. So those companies that would rent out equipment to movie productions or musicians, touring companies, camera, sound, and lighting. Special events. So the Monster Truck Rally, they're going to need insurance. We also insure, again, live events. So theater, Vegas shows, concerts. And type of insurance for that might be a, a non-appearance or cancellation insurance. You also have your media liability, so your companies that deal with advertising, newspapers, music professionals. And then really you know, the one that I think we'll focus the most on today would be your film production. So your filmmakers, television production insurance and specialty products that are really geared towards the film production and making sure that from start to finish that they have coverage to make sure that they're able to get a production uh, completed. Okay. What makes this insurance so unique, Adam, from the type of insurance that we would use for buildings or even for professionals? What's unique about this insurance? Right. So it's a, like I said, they are going to have your building insurance and things like that. But looking at the entertainment industry, they're unique risks. So these specialty products are geared towards addressing those specific risks for the industry. For example, media liability coverage, that's going to respond to a need for coverage where a traditional general liability coverage form it's excluding things like advertising injury claims for businesses that are involved in advertising or media. 
So these specialty products fill in those areas where there are those special risks, special considerations, and things that, that you need to underwrite specifically to. So for filmmakers, it's, it's uniquely tailored to the risks involved in producing movies, television, documentaries, commercials, other similar productions. You're looking at, at your props and your sets, your cameras, your lighting, uh, and also even the, you know, the, the individuals that are performing within there, whether it's the cast and crew, and making sure that, that those risks are covered. Okay. And I've also heard that insurance for entertainers is also very different than the type of insurance that maybe you and I might purchase. How is that different? Right. Yeah. So that's a great question. I mean, when you think about a celebrity or an athlete or any entertainer, they are almost a business unto themselves, right? You know, their own, their own self is their product. So one of the risks that you're looking at would be ensuring that individual, whether it's through, it's a, a, what you call a shell company or a loan out corporation, where basically you, you've built a company that loans out the services of that celebrity. And we won't get into too much of the specifics, but there's also, there's, a, there's tax advantages to doing that. But the way that they, they've structured these, these loan out companies and shell companies Entertainment insurance responds to those special risks and those special needs of these celebrities and entertainers. Interesting. And I've also heard when they talk about entertainment insurance, I've heard the terms tulip and I've heard dice, which sounds pretty interesting uh, in and of itself. But what are those policies and what do they represent? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the insurance industry as a whole is a, you know, has a lot of fun acronyms in it. Uh, and entertainment industry is no different. Uh, tulip. It's actually, it's short for Tenant User Liability Insurance Program. And, you know, what you're looking at that would be event insurance. And it would be geared towards those individuals that are hosting an event. And so what they would be purchasing would be a general liability, typically a general liability type form that is tailored to that specific event. So event spaces might require that if you're renting out a space for a wedding or, you know, a conference that you purchase insurance to cover to cover the general liability while you're you're on the premises. So that tenant user program would be available for individuals to to purchase and it would be on a you know whether it's a two day, one day basis and cover specifically that risk involved with hosting that event. DICE, that's part of the entertainment industry, is packaged for productions. So DICE is really short for documentaries, industrial, commercial, educational films. And the, another one you'll hear uh, on film productions would be MPTV, which would be motion pictures television. And that both the DICE and the MPTV products, those are geared, again, towards a movie production, ensuring the risks while a movie is being produced or a, a film or commercial educational film documentary. Oh, okay. Another question, Adam. If I'm insuring, say, a film production, so I'm thinking that at the beginning... I've got to get all of my camera equipment, my camera crew together, and then I've got the actual filming, which I know can take a short amount of time or a long amount of time, sometimes right at the studio, but other times I may go out to different areas to film. And of course, then I've got the final editing, and then I've got taking that movie and, and distributing it wherever it goes. Does the policies, is there just one policy that covers all of that, or how, how does that work? So there, there's uh, the filmmakers portfolios or production portfolios, what they're going to cover, and it, it varies, depends on what the policy says, but typically you're going to cover oftentimes a little bit of the pre-production time and then during the production of the, the filming and then some post-production until you have a 
final print, duplicate print. So any of that post-production work could be covered. Again, it depends on the policy wording. But yeah, typical production package is going to cover some of the pre-production through post-production to the, that final print completion of the film. And you know, as, as you mentioned, these, these production packages, they cover a wide range of risks that are involved in the production. You cover the props, the sets, the wardrobe. You cover the camera equipment, the lighting, the sound equipment. And then you also have third-party property damage, whether it's a place that you're renting out, any damage that occurs to, to a set that you've rented out or a location that you've rented out. And then you also have two big coverages within a production package would be your cast and your extra expense. And both of those are really geared towards the extra production costs involved if there's a delay or a postponement or abandonment of the production. So, you know, with extra expense, you're looking at if there's any physical loss or damage of covered property and, you know, covered property could include your prop sets, your wardrobe or any, any property that's used in connection with the insured production. So we would, the uh, coverage would respond to any, any of those extra expenses to getting the production back online and running. And then cast, similarly, it's, it's an interesting coverage component to a production package. So the cast, you know, again, the cast that you're covering, it depends on, on the size of the film, but you're typically covering declared individuals within the cast or crew, could be the director, director of photography, any of the actors. And what you're covering would be any, any of those declared individuals, if they are to become sick or injured or deceased during the production, those extra costs involved due to their sickness, injury, or death that cause any delay, abandonment, postponement of the production. It's not actually covering those persons. They're, they're not insured persons, but they would be covering those delays caused by sickness, injury, death to those persons. As an underwriter, what would I be looking for to underwrite this this type of insurance? Sure. So, I mean, a, a big one you're looking at, I, I mean, is really, I mean, the production cost, the size, the budget of the film, because again, you're you're picking up any extra expenses involved with that. And then, you know, you're looking at, as you alluded to earlier, you're looking at how it's being filmed. What size cast do they have? Are they going to be shooting in a studio? Are they going to be shooting on location? You're looking at the script and you're looking to see what type of a uh, hazardous activities, any stunts involved, any animals involved. And, uh, you know, even if they're shooting studio versus location, what locations they're, they're going to be shooting in. And those things are all going to, to play into how you underwrite the production. Now, when I think of the entertainment industry, I think California, I think New York. So are they really the main states for this type of insurance? Oh, certainly. Certainly, uh, particularly within the, within the production packages. A lot of it is going to be based out of California, some in New York as well. But as, as we talked about earlier with, with the entertainment industry, it's not just all focused just on, on filmmaking and production. You, you do have your media liability, your touring and theater. And obviously theater, you're going to have a, a, large, a large book of that would be within uh, New York with Broadway. But then you also have touring theater, you have regional theater. And then even within... Within the production packages, even if the production company is based out of California or based out of New York, oftentimes you're looking at the risk might be moving around as they shoot on location. You know, a common one would be you have to be aware of, okay, are they going to be shooting in somewhere in the Gulf area uh, where you have to be mindful of tropical storms and hurricanes and that risk involved? 
you know, are they going to be filming on top of a volcano and the risks on that? So yeah, you, although the majority of the things you're, you're looking at, particularly with the, the filmmakers would be in California, it's not solely focused on California. And I've I often heard when people talk about, say, like a Broadway show, that there's a distinction between covering things on one side of the curtain, so to speak, and covering things on the opposite side of the curtain. What, what does that really mean, Adam? You know, I can't speak too much to that. I don't have a lot of experience within the theater, but I suppose you, when you're looking at it again, I mean, within a theater production, you do have the same thing with a filmmaker's you have the actors, the cast, the performers, you're looking at them, and then you're looking at the prop sets and wardrobe and any other equipment, any theater equipment that you have, theater property. But honestly, I, I can't speak too, uh, too much to the theater book and, and how we handle that. No, oh, no, understood. Any other types of entertainment insurance that we haven't discussed, Adam? You know, like, like I said, I think what we're really looking at, I mean, you've, you've got the, uh, you know, the filmmakers, you've got the, the tulip, you've got your media liability, which we haven't touched on a lot. You know, again, those are picking up things within, say, a newspaper, advertising, music professionals as well. You're, you're looking at copyright infringement or defamation, libel or slander, those type of risks, you know, again, that fall within uh, under the entertainment insurance umbrella. And you know, as we also talked about too, when you're when you're looking at bands and uh, musicians, and when they tour, you know, you you have risks involved with that. You know, you've got the the non-appearance and the cancellation risks, whether they're unable to appear due to a sickness or injury or other events or name perils. And then within that too, you've got bands; they, they might have a personal property floater coverage, which which is going to cover, you know, the, their equipment as they go on tour. You know, your, your guitars, your drums, any of that property that travels with you. So coverage for that as well. And I, I talked about briefly at the beginning, your, your rental house. And, you know, when I first heard that, I was thinking of a, you know, Airbnb. But what we were talking about with a rental house would be those businesses that rent out equipment, whether it's renting out camera, sound, lighting equipment to a, a film production or whether you're renting it out to a, a special event or you're renting it out to a touring company, if, you know, the rigging for a stage. So yeah, it's a, like I said, the entertainment industry and the entertainment insurance, it does have a pretty broad umbrella under it. So Sounds that way, and it's very interesting. So thank you, Adam. I really appreciate your time today. And for your folks that are listening to this podcast, thank you very much for listening, and have a great day. Thank you, Sam.